everybody, and welcome into the New England Ski Journal's Base Camp Podcast. Gunstock Mountain Resort is now open for the winter season. Enjoy top-to-bottom skiing and riding, and remember to take a moment to stop and take in that iconic view from the summit. One of, one of our 10 best we chose last month in New England Ski Magazine. Check out our tubing hill for thrills and laughs and night sessions with the most lit terrain in New England for all you night owls. Book your lift tickets, rentals, and tubing online in advance. Check out our upcoming events at gunstock.com. Embrace the chill this winter at Gunstock. And discover what you've been missing when you visit Burke Mountain, the last little corner of Vermont. Located only seven miles off Interstate 91, the slopes are closer than you think. Take advantage of their incredible midweek deals like $45 Monday through Friday lift tickets or Wicked Wednesdays where three people can ski or ride for the price of one. That's right. You and two of your friends can ski and ride for just 15 bucks a piece every Wednesday non-holiday. Incredible. To learn more, book your overnight stay at the Ski In, Ski Out Burke Mountain Hotel or purchase lift tickets, visit SkiBurke.com. I'm your host, Eric Wilbur, New England Ski Journal editor. I'm here with my co-host, Mike Specian. Mike, how are you doing? Eric, I am doing awesome. Okay, good. You know why? Further on with that. The last couple weeks have been incredible skiing. All the stupidity of the rain earlier in the season, I don't even remember now mm. because the skiing has been outstanding. Yes. Look, no complaints here. It's It's been pretty darn good. It's it's good skiing. It's not legendary skiing. It's not the winter of our lives, but it's stable. And that is a lot more than we could have asked for probably about a month ago. It is, well, it's stable and it's super consistent. Look, anything at elevation at this point, you can be in the trees. I've been all over New England recently. I don't ski a full days very often, but I do get a lot of runs in and I do... I do hop into the trees by myself an awful lot. Don't tell my wife, but she knows. But the bottom line is the skiing has been really good. People have been on the hills. Ski areas, right after that snow, ski areas for two Saturdays in a row were almost at record level skier visit-wise across New England. There's been nothing but quality. And I think that even if we haven't gotten the storms, the ski areas have taken every opportunity to make the snow, particularly during the cold snap earlier this month when there were very few people out in the hill. They 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 took the time and effort to to make snow to make sure that we could make it through the months of February and March. For some ski areas, maybe it's just February. Maybe some will be going on in March, and then there's the big boys who go on to April and possibly May this year. It's it's anyone's guess. But the weather has has cooperated. And as we record this, it's what? It's like 68 degrees, 62 uh, degrees out that well, side the window. And as, as I drove in, it was 65 yesterday or the other day, I should say. I was at Blue Hills for John and Dan Egan's event there where they grew up skiing. Very cool. Yeah, it really was. And I looked up at the hill and all of a sudden I saw Dan and Mikey Egan coming across and going, these guys ski no matter what the conditions, because guess what? It was pretty soft. But I'm going to tell you, Blue Hills is going to be blowing snow this Friday again to open up as much terrain as possible. That's dedication, and that means there's going to be skiing all of vacation week. Well, I mean, that's great because, I mean, if you're going to put all your eggs in a basket, this is the time to do it, right, to make that snow and uh, get get the people there because there are going to be kids all across Massachusetts, at least, that are looking for something to do. And that's where Neshoba Valley and Blue Hills and Wachusett all come into play if you're looking for something to keep the kids occupied next week. And a lot of that is going to come with planning. You, you, you should visit Wachusett or, or, or Bolton, uh, Bolton Valley or... <laughs> or in the Shoba Valley beforehand to make sure that you've got tickets or that you can get space in tubing or whatnot. My family is, I, I'm excited because we're off the entire week. My wife is taking the entire week off and we are heading to, we're going to be at Saddleback for a few days and then we're going back to my, my parents have owned a home in Madison, New Hampshire, which is right in the Mount Washington Valley of New Hampshire. And we'll be staying there a couple more days, checking out some of the ski areas in, in the Mount Washington Valley. We 
the kids have skied Attitash. They've skied. They've skied Black. They've skied Wildcat. Cranmore is one that we may be going to. We got to check out the Cranapalooza, right? The, the fun times in the mountain. And it's Cranmore is where two of my kids took their first turns on skis. So to me, it's got a lot of personal history. And North Conway is, I'll say it, I love Stowe. North Conway is the best ski town in New England. Whoa. It is. I, I just, I grew up there. And, and, I, and as much as I, my heart is in Stowe and, 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 and know the importance of that place, North Conway to me personally has meant so much to my life, to my parents' lives, to my kids' lives, right? That for me, it's the best ski town in, in New England because there's just so much history in general. And then there's all my own history to, to take into account there. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back up to Mount Washington Valley. It's been a whole 10 or 11 days since I've been up there, but it's going to be a good time to just kind of sit back and relax with the, the kids and the wife and the parents and just do, do a lot of skiing. Boy, am I glad we're not talking about Stowe or chemo today because Ludlow and Stowe would be pretty upset with you on that comment. I know, I know, I know. And, it, and it, it's, it, look, I love Ludlow. I love Stowe. But North Conway to me is just, it's, if I grew up in, I mean, I grew up in Stowe somewhat, but, you know, I've been walking North Conway since I was probably seven or eight years old. And it's just knowing the transformation of that whole area from what it was. And I remember the airport being there when, if you drive by Sudler's Green, that was an airport. So people would fly into there and the changes that have happened in the Mount Washington Valley over the past 30, 40 years is just amazing. And then you roll into North Conway and it's pretty much the same, which is a, a tremendous status symbol to have in a, a valley that is constantly changing. That North Conway, you can drive into, you can walk up to it and it's like you're back in 1923. It's just got that old small town vibe. Oh, and there's a mountain a ski area just happens to be hovering overhead. Well, are you old enough to remember the ski train? I'm not how about old. The, how about I am not mo- old enough to remember the ski train. You must have ridden the ski mobile. I have. I've. I've been in the ski mobile, but I think that's because they have one out front of Delaney's, and I probably walked out the door at like eleven o'clock at one night one night, going, "Hey, look at the snowmobile!" But actually riding the snowmobile, no. But actually riding the ski mobile, no. Yeah, wish I would have or could have because there's so much history there. The same thing with the ski train, you know, what that brought to North Conway. North Conway was the Boston ski destination at one point. And because of that train, because of one mountain, really, Cranmore, because Boston came up to Cranmore for lessons to learn how to ski and the history behind it has been incredible when you when you drive up to Cranmore and look at the lodge and look at the statue right up front you just go wow there's something real here yep Hannah Schneider the statue and it's funny you bring that up because I was just going to ask you or talk to you about ski historian E. John B. Allen let's just say this E. John B. Allen knows a lot of skiing he released a book late last year, Traveling the Old Ski Tracks of New England, which is a great little history about smaller ski areas and ski clubs in New England. And he does use Hannah Schneider's statue as sort of the leaping off point for this entire book, which tells you just how important and how central Cranmore Mountain and North Conway were to to skiing history and, and the, the way that we celebrate that today. No, I didn't ride the ski train, but I have a certain affinity for the ski train even though i've never ridden one or or i I really have an affinity for trains in general but the snow train or the ski train i do i love all the old school ski poster art advertising trains from new york advertising trains from boston my skis are actually the they've been graphically designed to be like the vermont green mountain railroad the famous poster you see of of the woman hitching the ride on the train in the mount washington valley up near mad river so history to me is is just something I've I've grown up with at the ski area. And for me, Cranmore is a fascinating study because of just how deep the history is there. And look, they love the history. They appreciate the history. They thrive on their history. But that doesn't mean that Cranmore is going to be in neutral for the forever future. Big changes coming to Cranmore. The redevelopment of the whole base area there is bringing it to a whole new era. And I think in a lot of ways, we'll bring North Conway to become even more of a destination than it is now. I think it will 
revitalize that whole area. There's things happening up the road at Tash. Bretton Woods on the other side of Crawford Notch, of course, has done amazing things. Cranmore's Cranmore is going to be there as a player. It's never going to have a bigger mountain, but it's going to be a true family mountain that it's always been. Right. And it's for as popular destination as the Mount Washington Valley is. Yes, there are a few spas here and there, but my one of my wife's biggest complaints about having joined me up there for the last 25 years is you don't have that big time like resort experience, right? You don't have a Stowe. You don't have a J Peak. You don't have a Sunday River. And that's fine. That's what defines the Mount Washington Valley. But I think that Cranmore is making a go at becoming one of those boys, right? One of the one of the big boys in the in the players club. That they're going to become a destination resort, that they're going to become another reason to visit the Mount Washington Valley, which is you know, already got a long list of reasons to go anyway. Cranmore having this resort vibe and this resort atmosphere and this resort presence, I think, is going to it's going to be another change for the valley, right? But I think like we've seen with everything they've done there in the past 30 years isn't necessarily going to change North Conway at all. North Conway is still going to be North Conway, and it's going to be the pristine, iconic destination it always was. Cranmore is just going to be built up on another level. It's fascinating to see how much further things will be going. Well, I, I don't think there's any better time than to talk about a great ski area in a great ski town, the best in New England, according to my co-host here, to talk about these places right now, when people are getting ready to go into vacation week. So it's it's time. They still have the ability, if you don't know where you're going this week and you've got kids and you want to take them skiing, we're going we're gonna to talk about Cranmore. Yeah, Cranmore Mountain Resort, where you can take your kids and you can enjoy Cranapalooza with four. Seymour, the mascot. If you don't know what we're talking about, it'll all make sense in a few minutes. We will have... Coming up on the Basecamp podcast, a couple of great guests from Cranmore. We will have uh, Ben Wilcox, the general manager of Cranmore Mountain Resort, and Becca Deshane, Cranmore director of marketing. Seymour could not join us today, which is unfortunate, but we're looking to rectify that for a future podcast. Ben and Becca will be on with us in just a moment. New England Ski Journal's Basecamp podcast will return after this. Get ready to winter like you mean it. Make tracks to Stratton for a big mountain experience with corduroy cruisers, tree-lined trails, new terrain parks, miles of glades, all with snow so great it's guaranteed. Book your lodging at the heart of the resort and discover everything you love about winter is right outside your door. Like snow tubing, snowmobile tours, snowshoe treks, cross-country skiing. Then there's Stratton Village for shopping, dining, après, and late nights. Stratton.com to save on lift tickets and lodging packages. Great Glen Trails Outdoor Center is your one-stop adventure destination this winter. No lift lines, just great grooming and magical vistas. Classic snow tubing hill with hot cocoa and s'mores on the weekends. Try a guided snow coach tour. Grab your reservation to Treeline on Mount Washington. Private and group lessons for skiers of all ages and all abilities. Evening snowshoe tours and so much more. Check the website for booking options and details as well. GreatGlenTrails.com. Welcome back to the Base Camp Podcast. Joining us on the Zoom line today are... Ben Wilcox, General Manager at Cranmore Mountain Resort, and Becca DeShane, Cranmore Director of Marketing. Both of you, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mike, for having us on. Yeah, thank you so much. It's great to see you guys. Oh, it's it's our pleasure. Cranmore, with all of its history, North Conway being North Conway in New England, Cranmore is so important to the background of New England skiing. Ben, why don't you give us a little history about Cranmore? Sure. I'd love to. I, I've been here for, this is my 18th winter, believe it or not, at Cranmore, which I'm real excited to have joined the family here in 2004. And I think that's a good kickoff to the to history because when I got here, I'd always known about Cranmore. I grew up in Mount Washington Valley here, so I have some roots here. But I guess it wasn't until I became the GM and was at the Mount that I realized I was like, wow, I kind of got the keys to the Vatican here with Cranmore because the history is so steep and 
so amazing going back to its opening in 1937. And real quick, the story of its history, Harvey Dow Gibson, who was a bank financier of New York City, but was also from North Conway originally, had had different properties in the valley and was sort of migrating back from the city to the North Conway, Mount Washington Valley. And he bought what was called the Hotel Randall, which is the Eastern Slope Inn for anybody that knows North Conway. It's the prominent inn right in town. And his niece at the time, Skeen, was really starting to take off in the United States, but more from the rope toes standpoint, uh, small hills here and there, not so much with a formal, what I call ski area, modern ski area that we know of today. So his niece came up on one of the ski trains right into North Conway. There were about 24 a day that used to come in on the heyday. And his niece said, you have to get me up to Jackson, New Hampshire, because they have some rope toes up there and I want to go ski. So he quickly was like, well, what do you mean you have to go to Jackson? We need skiing right here in North Conway. So he looked across the valley from the hotel and saw what was called Lookout Mountain and went over and negotiated with a family, which was named the Cranmore family, to buy the property. And, and so he purchased the mountain that we know of as Cranmore. With, if you've been to North Conway, you can't miss it. It's right here in town. And the rest is kind of history because he, he purchased it. He, they started clearing the trails in 1936, 1937. And then he quickly identified with America learning to ski. He needed sort of some more support in that area. And, and Harvey Dow Gibson didn't do things lightly. He was a very connected individual and was able to get Schneider, who was formerly the sort of director of skiing of all of the country of Austria and is famously known for starting skiing in Japan and several countries all over the world. He said, I need to get Hannes. Hannes was in captivity with the Nazis for being outspoken against the Nazis in 1937, 38. And Hannes was able to negotiate to get him released, come to North Conway. And he started the Hannes Schneider Ski School here in North Conway, coming off the train from Boston and then coming right over to the mountain. So the Schneider family, I quickly got to know. I never met Hannes because he passed away in the, I believe it was in the 50s, but his, his son, Han Herbert, continued to run the ski area for many years after that and pretty much was was managed by the Schneiders right up till about the early 1990s and then got turned over to a couple other transitions of Cranmore owners. Greatest thing is meeting Herbert, meeting Herbert's kids who are the grandkids of Hannes. I've been over to their house in St. Anton and going over and walking the streets of St. Anton and being introduced as the general manager of Cranmore, people go, <laughs> And I met so many Austrians, the older gentlemen and people that said, I taught at Cranmore in the 70s. I taught in Cranmore in the 60s. And so there was quite a following of Austrians that were over here. And really, if you go back to the Hannes, when he first came here, it was it was Hannes being here, but also the introduction of the Skimobile, which is another icon of Cranmore's history, which was the, the car-like ski lift that took you up to the top. And I got to ride it in high school, but it was taken out not long after that. But great, a greater item that a lot of you'll see these in people's yards and all over New England as a great his history piece of Cranmore. So Harvey Dow Gibson really put Cranmore on the map. He was instrumental in getting skiing launched kind of in New England with, with our presence. So it's, it's been quite a history to follow from our management team because a lot has happened since then, but that really put Grandmar on the map to get things started. Yeah. You mentioned the snowmobile. If you're up in North Conway, you can find one here or there. They're, they're around at restaurants and the outlets and whatnot, along with the, the old wildcat gondolas too. But Ben, can you maybe clear something up for me? How far is it from the base of Cranmore to the train station? I would say, oh, at the exact measurement, I'm trying to think. Oh, about. and we don't need exact measurement, just like in general. I'd say, I'd say it's about a mile and a half. Okay, that's very impressive then because we've all seen the famous photos of everyone getting off the ski train and they've got these skis that are about nine feet long and they're going over to Cranmore. Do they walk the mile and a half with those skis? I mean, that's, that's some workout before you even get to the hill. I have to say, I've seen, I had the same feeling when I've seen those images and I, I saw a video recently where they had actually wagons 
with horses pulling the wagons. Oh, um, see, that's like behind the curtain. They never show you that. That yeah, that's like but, early, <laughs> that's like an early early Uber, the wagons. Exactly, exactly. But I thought those were hardy people. But oh, they're living right. They sat on that train the whole way up, partying and having a great time, not having to drive. And I thought, boy, that that's like the life. That was the life, right, Becca? Yeah. I, I would like that ski train back, Becca. You just we just heard an incredible little bit of history of Cranmore. You as marketing yeah. director, how how exactly do you get that message out to everybody and keep it alive today? There's so much. It's that's off. It's like very neat to be a part of Cranmore's history. Like then, I've been here for 18 years. I started in high school, so right before the Fairbank acquisition. I've, I've got to see kind of Cranmore evolve into what it is now compared to what it used to be. And being part of that is really, really neat. And being part of that whole chapter, as we're working on our base area development, we're trying to keep as much history alive as possible, telling stories. We're planning in our new base lodge, the Fairbank Lodge, some large murals that celebrate the history of Cranmore's past. We still celebrate the history with different of the Hunter Snyder Meister Cup event is one of our favorite events in the, one of my personal favorite events in the spring. And I know a lot of people can say the same thing. It's typically, it's marked 11th this year. It's a very large fundraiser for the New England Ski Museum. Celebrates the history of skiing and there's a dual GS race. There's a vintage ski wear competition. The Oompa Brothers are here playing Austrian themes. Just a lot of fun things that celebrate our history and I think that's great when there's a lot of younger people that might not know about that and while making it kind of a fun, cool event to be a part of. Yeah, I recently talked to New, Am Ooh, sorry, excuse me, New England Ski Museum director, Tim Witten, and yeah. he said that the Hunter Schneider race is really more of a celebration of skiing in New England and yeah. the history of aspect celebrating that Schneider's arrival in 39 was really a, a pivotal moment in skiing in North America. And look, if you, if you travel to North Conway, history oozes out of everywhere, but it's, it's super cool when you drive up to Cranmore or you, you get there and you're, you're walking to the lodge and there's this big statue of Hannes to greet you, right? It's like, yeah. it's right there in your face and it pretty much cements the fact that this is such a, a monumental place in skiing history. Yes. And definitely it, it goes way beyond Cranmore too. Like with our local ski program, we participate with Eastern, Eastern Slope Ski Club where all the local kids in all the elementary schools, they come to Cranmore one day a week, each week, and they get to ski for free. So really like the whole culture of skiing and the importance of skiing to our area is really ingrained with kids from a young age. Um, you know, working with the New England Ski Museum, the fourth graders, they did a reenactment of the Schneider's arrival. Oh, this, um, yeah. They do that in November, which is really neat to see too. And they get to be the VIPs coming into town from the train. So lots of really cool things that, that we do along with North Conway area and the Ski Museum to help celebrate that. Well, Cran Cranmore is pretty unique here in the East. I'm, I'm going to elevate you in a huge way. You've got the town of North Conway and you guys ski right out of it, right out of the streets of North Conway, basically. It's almost like being in Aspen or Breckenridge with trails coming right out of town. Yeah, and it's really neat when you drive right into downtown North Conway. Cranmore is the backdrop of North Conway. There's rarely a photo of the village without us in the background. It's even more spectacular when the, the lights are on at night, which is really cool. I mean, we have a ton of shops, a bunch of independently owned restaurants right right down the street from us. So that's a, a huge amenity that we have um, that I know you may not be able to find at other resorts. My favorite story is when I talk to some of our ski school people who drive up on Friday nights to teach on the weekends and they say, you just crest that hill in Albany and you see the lights at Cranmore. And we know we're, we're almost home to our, our weekend destination for work. So it's just, just to second those comments from Becca, which was well said. It's a perfect postcard image, no matter if it's winter or summer, to stand over in the green by the train station to see Cranmore just hovering over the town. Really one of the most iconic images in all of New England. And as far as the base area is concerned, I have not been to Cranmore in, I think, about a year and a half. And I'm sure it looks pretty much exactly the same, right? Uh, <laughs> What, what does Cranmore look like? I mean, the, the hotel just opened. Kearsarge Brooks, the, the Fairbank Lodge is in development. It is, Cranmore's face is changing completely and it must be exciting time to be there. It's a super exciting time to be here. Uh, we had the, yesterday, 
was Wednesday and Mary Fairfield in its suites opened right at the base of our mountain. It's an 88 room hotel, which is again, an awesome amenity to have for guests coming to the area, right? Literally at the, the slope and at the lift. In the spring, we broke ground on our new base lodge, the Fairbank Lodge, which is currently in construction. It's going to be set to open next winter prior to the season. So that's where it gets really exciting because we're, we're getting new day lodge space and new bars and a, a beautiful new patio that goes right out onto the slope in addition to some residences as well. Yeah, I think if I could add the, the amazing thing is going back to what Becca said earlier, we're really recognizing that history. I think when you change a lot of things, of course, people get a little nervous and they see us taking down the old lodge and the old lodge was like one addition after another addition after another addition <laughs> and found an old log cabin buried underneath and they built right over it. So it was kind of interesting when we were sort of getting ready to start the Fairbank Lodge. But, um, you know, that what, what's most important, I think, to myself, to Becca and our whole staff is to preserve that history because we're going to have new buildings. We're going to have new facilities that will allow us to do a lot of things. And I think that's a good transition to our, our partners with the Fairbank group, with Brian and Tyler Fairbank, who are the owners of Jiminy Peak, and they, they manage Bromley Mountain in Southern Vermont as well. And we were just absolutely thrilled in 2010 to have them interested in Cranmore and to come on board as our ownership group. And they have been nothing but amazing because they're passionate ski people. And they, they came to, to me and said, after we spent probably $10 million on the infrastructure of snowmaking, new lifts, fixing up our old facilities, doing a number of things to give us a facelift. Brian and Tyler sat down with me and said, this is what we did at Jiminy. We built a whole village at the bottom that is a residential village of condominiums, a hotel integrated with ski lodges. And it's a great business model because all of the sale of the condos and everything pays for your base lodges instead of having to put out a ton of money that you may never recoup in this in the ski industry. So we we really like the business model they had for that. And we're out we're now on the third of what will be six new buildings at the base. And this one that Becca just outlined, the Fairbank Lodge, we actually use as our management team to call it the Fairbank Lodge because we have a lot of things called Schneider. We have a lot of things called named after the Austrians. And we sat down and said, boy, it's been 10 amazing years of a partnership with Brian and Tyler Fairbank and the O'Donnell group, who is their partner. And they've just put so much money and care into Cranmore to keep it here for the next hundred years. I think we should add them to the history, right? Brian has just been recognized as the, from the Ski Hall of Fame being inducted into that. And uh, so we're so thrilled with that association and we're thrilled that this lodge, which I would say the Fairbanks are the newcomers, right? They've only been here 12 years, but 12 years is a long time. And they've really done a lot for our mountain to keep it here. And they believe in the history too. So they, they, they want us to celebrate the history of the Schneiders and going right up through everything we've gone through. It's been a great partnership for sure. You mentioned Brian Fairbanks and the Fairbanks group. Most people have no idea that there are three ski areas involved with the Fairbanks group. Do you guys share a pass at all? We do not share a pass, but we do offer pass benefits. The Cranmore pass holders where they can go um, and they get a, a lift ticket or a discount at Jiminy or Bromley. Bromley Mountain is located in Vermont and Jiminy Peak in Massachusetts. So there are pass holder benefits for our pass holders to experience our sister resort. And Becky, you mentioned, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ben. No, I was just saying, we, we tend to have a very, our demographics are very heavy, Boston market area, Southern New Hampshire, and Jiminy Peak and Bromley are very close to each other. So they're, they're much tighter with the New York market. And so we, we find we have different markets to some degree. There's a little crossover, but that's kind of why we haven't put a sort of a three mountain pass together with them. What is it like in the Mount Washington Valley competing for skiers? You've got Adatash, Wildcat, Black, King Pine. 
And then, you know, a little further, you've got Bretton Woods and Sunday River. That's a lot of options for people visiting that region. How does Cranmore make itself stand out? No, I think it is a lot of options for the reason for that region, but it's also a benefit because people can come here and they can experience Cranmore. They can go up the street. We have some off-hill activities in addition to skiing and riding. So a tubing park, a mountain adventure park where we run our mountain coaster. We have a Soaring Eagle zipline ride and giant swing that we operate in the winter. We really pride ourselves on guest service and fam family fun events. Like coming up this February vacation week, we have Everyday Palooza, which is our signature family event hosted by Seymour, our penguin mascot, where we do s'mores and dancing and games. You can go into Zip's Pub for App Prey and you can go in there and you, the bartender, most likely know your name. The other season passes. Is it Josh Laskin? Do I know do I know the bartender's name? Josh, or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, absolutely. It's, just, it's really great. Like I think we talk about like what makes Kramer special and the people that work here, the guests that come here that I really think help Kramer stand on its own. We we've also got a, a few partnerships of our own here that are not part of the Fairbank group, but we have a a joint pass with Bretton Woods, a Sunday through Friday pass with Bretton Woods, which is only 35 minutes up the road from Cranmore. And then we also have what's called the White Mountain Super Pass, which is with Waterville Valley, Cannon, and Bretton Woods and Cranmore as a partnership. And we're all owned by different entities and have different ownership nuances, but we are able to get together and create this Pass so we can really market New Hampshire as a special place to come to. And you've got the Mount Washington Valley, you've got, I got the, the 93 side, and that's been very successful. That partnership with the Bretton Woods and with those other mountains. We also have a college pass with Cannon, Waterville and Gunstock. So another New Hampshire combo that makes it nice variety for people. And I just, an interesting little trend that I think is different. I think we all used to be a little bit more kind of very competitive. We're all fighting each other. And, and I think a lot of that has sort of gone away to some degree because of the reasons Becca says we're, we're, we're looking at the, the wealth of all the uh, skiers we have in our area. And it's very common for me to be going up the chairlift with a season's pass holder from Cranmore and say, yeah, Ben, I was up at, I was up at Adatash the other day because I have an Epic Pass, but I also have your Cranmore Pass or I have a White Mountain Super Pass and I have an Epic Pass. So it seems more common these days for people to buy multiple partnership pass options. And we've been finding, if anything, our pass sales have been, I think, what was it, Becca, since 2019, we're up like 60% in season yeah. sales. Yeah. So we're just, and that's just the Cranmore pass. So it, it's amazing how that our pass program continues to be very successful, even with Epic right up the road here and these other options. But we're finding it's a, it's a very friendly relationship because people are mostly buying both or, or picking one or the other. So, well, that's a true testament to what you both and the whole team has done up there with quality product and a great community vibe. That's why people are buying those seasons passes. For sure. North, North Conway, the Mount Washington Valley, one of those iconic ski towns. Travel and leisure puts you in the top 10 in the country with the likes of Park City, of Jackson Hole, of Telluride. What makes North Conway that place? And we get to live there. <laughs> I'm jealous. North Conway, it's special. I, I grew up here. I stayed here, decided to buy a home and like plant my roots here. The history that the, the valley has and the variety of activities that the region has as well. Summer, winter, mountains, the ocean's not that far away. There's the rivers, like the beauty of going up and driving through the knot. And then of course, all of the, you know, amenities such as shopping and dining and other activities as well, I think makes it very special and unique. I think it's, it's also very, uh, it's a very year round destination, which you can go to some ski towns that are kind of sleepers in the summer. And we're definitely not that if anything, we have more traffic in the summer in our region than we do in the winter. So it's Becca's point. It's a, it's a very vibrant place to, we have like free shopping uh, grocery stores we can go to. We have all, all the shopping you can think of, but it's also nice because we have a great variety of restaurants and novel locally owned businesses here that fit into the, 
to the character of the area. So I've lived here since high school, other than going away for school, but it's just a great place to live. And, you know, we, we, to Becca's point too, we, we, our tubing park and our, our rides attractions on a busy Saturday, we have over a thousand people that visit the resort just to go say snow tubing. And, you know, those numbers usually floor people when I mention that because North Conway not only draws a lot of skiers, but it draws non-skiers too, looking for other things to do. So we're kind of a little, we're able to meet a lot of those categories at the resort blending in with that. So it's been nice. Becca, you mentioned Cranapalooza all next week. Yeah. Is Seymour hosting that or is he just there for the party? Like what is his role in this? Seymour's there for the party. Okay. Seymour loves to dance. So when you break it down with Seymour, the giant penguin, play games. Again, it's it's every day during I guess I'm wondering, does he have too big a head? Like does he know does he know who he is in this Cranapalooza and does he take it a little bit too seriously? He he sometimes can take it a little serious. Okay, good. What other events are happening next week during vacation week? So in addition to Cranifluz every day, we have live music in Zip Pub with a bunch of well-known local musicians. We have fireworks on the 25th to close out the week at 6.30, so an earlier show so families can come check out the fireworks before dinner or after an earlier dinner. And then that leads us into March, so the Schneider Meister Cup, March 11th. Again, that's one of my favorite events of the year and lots of spring skiing, so. Fantastic. It's that time of the year where the sun's higher in the sky, the snow gets real soft, and we get to ski some corn. But we have this little thing every podcast about base camp insider information. Ben, for a powder day, what is the trail to go to? My favorite on a powder day is to hit ledges, which is our steepest run right down the front of the mountain because you can really enjoy yourself on some deep snow on a very steep pitch. So that that's my go-to on a, on a powder day. Well, I'm going to tell you our producer intern here today just gave you a thumbs up on that one. <laughs> Excellent. Becca, what about you? Where are you headed? I am headed to Jug Handle, which is one of our glades on the north side of the mountain, which is a little more open than a typical glade, but that wise, I like it a little more spaced out. So work for me. Love it. Well, Becca, favorite personal trail to catch the views, what would it be? Mm, to catch the views, definitely North Conway. It's located right on the front face of the mountain and You don't call it North Conway for nothing (laughs) because it has beautiful views of the town and surrounding mountain range. Ben, what's your favorite? I love my favorite trail really on the whole mountain, I think, is Ski Meister, which is a top to bottom 1200 vertical drop right down and, and fantastic steady intermediate pitch. And right as you enter the trail, you're framed with Mount Washington. It's just doesn't get much better than that. That's an iconic view right there. What a Ben, Opera Ski, where do we want to go for that libation? I I'm gonna be a little biased. I mean, I think Zip's pub, which is our old ski pub right at the mountain there, is is a fan favorite by far of all of our, our true Cranmore people. And if there's anything we're changing with all these new buildings, people are so worried because that is such a special place and we're going to repurpose all those great timbers and beams that are in that building to integrate into the new buildings. But that's a great one. And then there's, there's a number of great apres ski places. And I know Becca plays in a band actually. Wow. Is a lead singer and plays at a lot of these great apres skis. So I'll turn it over to her for any other. Do tell more Becca, please. I have to upright. So yes, we play at Cramler, Austin, a bunch of breweries in town, different pubs and restaurants. So I'm normally not playing, but I'm in the acre scene on the stage. So, but a fun fact. Awesome. And fantastic voice. You'll have to have. And what's uh, the name of the band when we're looking for uh, where to stop? Reckless. Reckless. Got Love it. it. Yes. Well, Becca, what's the restaurant that people ought to check out? Ton of independently owned restaurants in the Valley. They're all great. I think it's unique because there's such a variety of different cuisines that you can you can get. And really any of those Valley originals are awesome. I have my favorite. One of them is up in Jackson. Another one's right in town. 
without, you know. I've got the names right in my head. I, I, <laughs> I know exactly what I you're I can put about. it together. Because they're, <laughs> they happen in my two favorite too. But yeah, so one happens to be for sale, which is a little bit, I'm a little torn. But <laughs> if that's the place uh, you're talking about, of course. so many great options in the Valley really can't go wrong. And we were, Becca and I were struggling with that question because we're like, which one are we going to zero? <laughs> so many great spots to, to hit right in town here. I so, give you some hints. You can work with that. All right. Love it. Even going back to Zips, though, Zips is one of the more lively base area pubs I've ever been to. It, 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 you're right. It's always a party in there. The, the vibe's always smashing. It's awesome. It's and fun. You can go in there. You can go in there by yourself and feel completely comfortable. You're always going to know somebody. It's a great place to catch up with pass holders, other employees. Um, where I know, like for me, I've grown up at the mountain, so I made a lot of friends going and hanging out in Zip, which just becomes part of the culture of being at the mountain, I think, when yeah, you've been I, here for so long. And I mentioned Josh Laskin because he does write for us here at the, at the New England Ski Journal, and he will tell me if he can do something or not because of how busy the pub's going to be on a certain yes. week. So I'm like, okay, Josh, yes. how's business this week and what can you write for? He's a great guy. Okay. Last question in three words, Becca, we'll start with you. How would you describe Cranmore and the vibe? So my three words, it's funny because Ben and I shared notes and they were pretty, pretty similar. Nice. So one being quality with our snow surfaces, all of our products are, our lesson learned to program snow surfaces. No making groomer. We've talked a lot about the history of the mountain and then progressive being where we are headed and the future that was ahead of us. So those are my two words. Awesome. Ben, what about you? I, I had similar where quality is one that we've been linked quite a bit to, especially with the infusion of help from the Fairbank group and, and everything our staff's done. Family is a word that I think when I get on the chairlift with anybody that's new to the resort, they go, boy, you really do families well here, don't you? This is between our kids' programs and everything that we do, tailored around the family. And then I, I had a tough time on the third one. I was like, we're, we're progressive, but with rich history. So kind of adding a few words to my, my three. But I think we really do cherish the history, but we're excited about where Cranmore is going. So it's, and we're getting a lot of poor people that love Cranmore for years, but we're getting a lot of new people that are discovering Cranmore for the first time and they're in love with it too. So I think those, those are good, healthy things for a, for a ski resort these days. So. Awesome. And, and Becca, if anyone's interested in checking out some of the happenings there next week during school vacation, would they go to the website? Where's the best place to visit? Yep. Check out our events calendar right on cranmore.com and everything is outlined there. So. Awesome. Well, we want to wish you an incredibly successful vacation week. Let the weather behave because it hasn't all winter long, but let's make it a great one. It will be awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Here's to that. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you to you both. That's Ben Wilcox, general manager of Cranmore Mountain Resort and Becca DeShane, Cranmore director of marketing. Both of you, thank you very much for joining us. This was a pleasure. Great. Thanks thank again you for so having much. us. Thank you. Eagle Crest isn't your average community ski area. We're on an island. In Alaska. We have panoramic ocean views. A 1600 foot vertical drop. Big mountain terrain. Incredible backcountry access. Less crowds. More snow and some pretty historic streets. It's now 50 consecutive days with snowfall. You can't drive here. You have to fly or ferry, which means shorter lines and untracked powder. We have great community. We're affordable. We have an amazing learning center, but it's not just the skiing and riding. Juno has a lot to offer. And we're right here waiting. If you want to be inspired and informed on everything about the New England ski and outdoor scene, then you need to check out SkiJournal.com. SkiJournal.com delivers daily content on breaking industry news, tips, gear, dining, travel, entertainment, as well as all archived episodes of the Emmy-nominated New England Ski Journal TV show and the Basecamp podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to New England Ski Journal the longest-running regional ski magazine in the country. 
New England Ski Journal's award-winning writers and photographers bring all four seasons to your door with best-in-class coverage on skiing and the outdoors. Log on to SkiJournal.com and click on the subscribe button to get New England Ski Journal mailed to you today. New England Ski Journal is a Siemens Media publication. Siemens Media. Inspiring. Informative. Insightful. And now, back to the Base Camp Podcast. Cranmore, for me, in addition to my family having a house in the, in the Mount Washington Valley, I skied there a lot in high school because that's where the Bishop Stang Ski Club usually went for its weekends away. And it used to be a, a real fun time to, to go with the, my friends in high school and experience this mountain. So I've gotten, I've, I've got, I've been to Cranmore many times over the years, but my deepest memories are, are of skiing with people that I can't even remember their names, right? I, I, I can't remember the name of the kid who did a helicopter off the backside of the mountain repeatedly to constant applause. And he did it so many times that he ended up breaking his arm and delaying our bus from leaving <laughs> North Conway until about seven or eight o'clock at night that night. That was a lot of frantic calls home to the parents saying, well, here's the reason why we're not going to be home for, you know for dinner tonight because so-and-so broke his arm doing too many helicopters. I just, I have a lot of individual memories like that about Cranmore. Even summer. Summer is is just a fantastic time to go there. The The mountain coaster is awesome. Lots of great activities. And it's like we, like we said, right downtown North Conway. Doesn't get any better. It really doesn't. I really, I had never, ever skied Cranmore until a couple of years ago. Like so many of our listeners, I always bypass the small guy for the big guy. And it, I skied it a couple of years ago for the first time. When I drove up, I was just in awe. I had been up to the mountain, but I had never taken in the aura of the history of everything around it. The first runs I took, I was, I was absolutely stunned. It, the snow quality was impeccable and the skiing was just downright fun. I'm, Look, it's not the chin at Stowe. It's not Burnt Mountain at Sugarloaf or Bracket Basin. But it doesn't have to be. I put on a set of carving skis, and I'll tell you what, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, Cranmore, underrated is is probably the word I would use to describe it. I, I, I think this transformation is, besides putting it more on the map, Right is just making this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be fascinating to see where this goes. One, I, I do want to agree with a couple of the comments they made that the lift line on a powder day. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite powder day trail at Cranmore. The ledges is great. Zips Pub again, just a nice kind of homey place. It doesn't hurt that I know the bartender, but that is because he writes for us, not because I'm a frequent guest there. Just want to get that out there. And it's it, it's fun to 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 be in a sort of all-encompassing resort atmosphere, right? So Cranmore, you're going to have this resort atmosphere within the resort atmosphere that's already North Conway Village. It's going to be like being in a cocoon of a winter globe, of winter wonderland. And hopefully the weather will agree and it'll stay chilly and we can enjoy the snow at Cranmore for as long as we can. I definitely agree with everything you just said there. The other thing... Anybody that doesn't know, Cranmore has also got a very robust summer program now, including mountain bike trails, lift accessed, full mountain bike rental program. Their their program director up from up there is a friend of mine, and they have done an incredible job at that level. So it's truly a four season resort that you can enjoy year round. It's you can't beat it right now. I'm just looking at some of the events they have here. An uphill series presented weekly. Earn your turns this winter during our new weekly uphill series. That's new. Lots of Cranapalooza next week, which is going to be fireworks, s'mores, see more. And it's going to be it's going to be fun for families to just kind of go and enjoy the atmosphere. I, my family's going to be up there. I think we're going to swing by a couple nights and just kind of see what all the hubbub's about. See if we can get an autograph from the penguin. And uh, it, it's... I, I, for as many times as I've been to North Conway, every time I go, I get excited. And whether that's alone, with a family, with a group of friends, it's, it's, it's been a place that has treated me to some of my greatest memories of my life. So as for it being the best ski town in New England, to me it is. Yeah, it is. Fight me. 
But I can also understand why you would put Stowe ahead of it because Stowe has more, right? It has more of that resort feel, has more amenities than Mount Washington Valley. But can you get tax-free shopping done in Stowe? No, you can't. And that's something you can do in the Mount Washington Valley. But all kidding aside, it is an attraction. Trust me. Well, North Conway is one of those iconic great spots in New England, along with the Bethel Mains, along with Great Barrington, Massachusetts. There are a lot of great spots, but North Conway does have Cranmore. And as Becca alluded to, if you're going to North Conway and you're looking for a great place to eat, Go to one of the Valley Originals. They're easy to find. It's a big yellow flag that hangs, that hangs out front of a dozen different restaurants. My favorite is, Becky can't say it, but I'm going to bring it right out, is Delaney's Hole in the Wall Bar and Grill. I've been eating their buffalo wings for about 25 years, and I can't wait to get more next week. And uh, it, that has been, like, you know, when you talk about your favorite watering hole, it's one thing. When you talk about your favorite watering hole in a, in a place you love to visit just because it means so much to you, that's something different, right? That's not the corner bar. That's a place that really means something to you and your family. Delaney's well, is one of those places for me. Well, I'm going to the old ski bum hangout. I'm going to Horse Feathers. Yep. Where all my friends, all the old ski bums used to hang out back when there were ski bums. That's the location for in town. So, well, Eric Cranmore, first off, Ben and Becca are awesome. Yep. I can't it's speak great highly, highly enough of... What they have done up there, the Fairbanks group joining in this adventure with them will just take it to another level. And I had a chance to to meet and talk with Brian last spring at his induction in the, the Ski Hall of Fame at Bretton Woods. And he is as energetic and appreciative of this this sort of status that he has received in the ski community and his importance and his importance to, to, to efficient energy and just everything he's done for the ski community. And you, you tie that in with Hannes Schneider and, and the, 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 the importance he has in skiing history, not in just the U.S., but the world, really. And Cranmore is at the epicenter of it. And if that's not enough history for you, go across the street to the New England Ski Museum. I know I've said this a bunch, but you go in the back, every periodical you've ever wanted to read about skiing is back there. Send, send your kids off somewhere else for the day and just pull up a chair and, and, and read. It's a perfect rainy day activity up in North Conway. Well, if you haven't made plans for vacation week, or if you're on the other side of the notch or up in that neck of the woods, take a day, at least go up and look at what's going on up at Cranmore. And if you have a chance to go ski day or night, go make some turns. You will be amazed. Mike, thank you. Eric, it's always good to talk about skiing in new england but as i live in new hampshire supporting my new hampshire peeps is always a joy awesome much thanks to ben and becca for joining us on this episode of the base camp podcast that is it i am off i'm taking off to the mount washington valley and cranmore saddleback delaney's you name it anyone else wants to bring me aboard just to shoot me a line i'm I'm available for i'm available for parties with seymour though i will have to take seymour Happy vacation or President's Weekend, folks, and have a great vacation week. Thanks, Mike. I am Eric Wilber. This is the Basecamp Podcast. We will see you next time. New England Ski Journal's Basecamp is a Siemens Media podcast. Siemens Media, inspiring, informative, insightful.